Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Diva Behavior. My name is Molly Malshine. I'm your host, and this is episode two, and it's a roundtable discussion on Taylor Swift. I am just as surprised as you might be. Because Taylor Swift, while I did greatly enjoy her last album, Reputation, I personally don't even really consider her to be a diva. I would love to see her revel in the more diva-esque aspects of her persona, and I felt like she was going that way with the Reputation album. But with her new stuff that she's coming out with, it just seems a little bit too sunshine and unicorns, you know? Not that there's anything wrong with that. She just wouldn't be the first person I would think of when I would talk about a diva. So why am I talking about her on my podcast? The answer is because I could not pass up the opportunity to talk to the following three people about Taylor Swift. Basically, it all started with Jen Keefe. Jen is a friend of mine. She's an actor. She's on Orange is the New Black. She plays Alicia Hutton. She's got the best mass hole accent this side of the Tappan Zee, I'm telling you. And it was Jen's idea to do a little discussion on Taylor Swift on the eve of her new album release. I was skeptical at first, I'm not going to lie, but Jen is hilarious, okay? I would sit and let Jen lecture me about Massachusetts for 45 minutes, and I'm from New Jersey, so that's really hard. That really means something, okay? This was Jen's idea. Knowing what a passionate and hilarious person she is, I was like, yeah, this is probably a good idea for me to let Jen just, you know, run her mouth about Taylor Swift. Turns out Jen is a major gayler truther, which if you're not as extremely online as me and my other guests this week, that means she is a devout follower of the online conspiracy theory forums that argue about Taylor Swift's sexuality. Yes, this is a thing. This is a huge thing. And if you don't know about it, you need to block out the next six hours of your day and just go search on Tumblr for this stuff. Drop me a line. I'll send you all the dark web documents that you need to get up to speed on this conspiracy theory because it is a doozy. And it is definitely something Taylor Swift herself is aware of. And I don't think it's 100% impossible that it could turn out to be true. Just read the documents is what I'm saying to you. So anyway, that's where Jen is approaching this. The second guest I have is Harry Hill. You may know him on Instagram as at VeryHarryHill. He is my favorite influencer in the world. He's so intelligent. He's so hilarious. He makes memes about American Girl dolls, pool floats, Balenciagas, just to name a small smattering of the subject matter that he covers. And he's a great writer, too. I used to edit him. He's so freaking funny. And everything he does just has a little touch of, like, kooky hilarity that just will really brighten your day. So you got to follow him. He is an unabashed Swifty. He's a huge Taylor Swift fan. It's really fun to hear him getting angry on this podcast. I Toward the end of the pod, you know, the White Claws were flowing, and I was getting a little bit too snarky about Taylor. And I was kind of channeling Kelly Ben Simone circa Scary Island. Harry was very gracious and patient with me. 
And my third guest is Melissa Radzimski. She is one of my favorite people in the world. She She's an internet lawyer. She's my internet lawyer. If I was famous and I got into any sort of scandal, she would be my first call. I would call her and be like, Melissa, what have I done? Why am I so problematic? How do we fix this? And she would be like, oh my God, you're a dumbass, but also calm down. We will fix this. You're not as problematic as you think. She's amazing. She's very smart. She's got an immense backlog of pop cultural knowledge in her brain, and it was a delight to have her. So I think we should just get into it. Little housekeeping note is I am back in London now where I reside. I'm going to run out of pre-taped podcasts soon. If you know a British person or any person, I am not pro-Brexit. I will accept any nationality. If you know anyone in London who you think would be a good fit for this podcast as a guest, please drop me a line. I have plenty of people in mind, but I could use more. If you like this podcast, please share it with people who you think will like it. Put it on your Facebook, put it on your Twitter, put it on your Instagram. Drive around with the top down, windows down, blast the podcast, blast the theme song by Keely Quinlan with vocals by Jessica Stevens. Share it with the world. Rate and review me on Apple Podcasts. I am also now on Spotify and YouTube. We're all over the place. We need to spread like a friggin' fungus, okay? So please just share and please enjoy this week's episode. Some people think Diva's a bitch. Diva Behavior, the podcast. So I was looking for a variety pack of White Claws because I was like, what is the most quintessential basic white girl drink? White Claws, right? Yes, absolutely. But then I was thinking, White Claws are chaotic white girl energy. Mm. And Taylor Swift is like OCD white girl energy. I don't, I'm trying to think of someone now who would, which pop diva would drink White Claw. And I'm coming up, um... Lady Gaga, maybe? No. I think there's a lot that would drink them if they were, like, handed to them. But Katy Perry, I think, would be like, what's this? But, okay, I'll drink it. But I don't think any, like, I'm trying to think of someone who would, like, seek it out. Maybe Ariana Grande. I think she's the only one who's plugged in enough to the White Claw discourse. Yeah. Because I think most of them, I think White Claws have gone viral recently. Mm. I mean, I've been on them longer than that. Maybe, like, (laughs) Maren Morris. Oh, definitely. No, that's kind of random. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she loves White Claw. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's people who are still small enough. Yeah, to like be in a position to be at like some random party where it's yeah. being drinking. Right, and if you're if you're big enough to have yeah. a rider yes. where you are specifying which drinks are around you at all times, you're never going to learn about White Claws. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. But I think Ariana Grande would know about them because she She's seems like she smart. spends eight hours a day on Instagram. And I feel like she's just more, yeah, she's more tuned in with, like, internet culture. Yeah. So what do you guys think Taylor Swift drinks? Ariana Grande, she would spend more money on her alcohol. Her whole, her whole, that's what I'm trying to think. And I'm trying to Casey Musgraves? Yes. Like Maggie Rogers, maybe. Maybe. No. No. But this is the other thing is anyone who's actively on the come up right now isn't going to be drinking claws because they're too suburban and pedestrian. I don't think so. I think that they've surpassed 
this level of like class. Um, yeah, by now they have. Like they're essentially like the four loco of yeah. of today. Oh shit! So it's like they they like anyone can drink them. That. They're accessible, but like they also have their own unique, distinct brand that I could definitely foresee almost any major A-lister being like, yeah, I'm on this train. Lauren Conrad? No. No, Lauren Conrad is... This is really going to bug me. Like, I need one solid person who would drink White Claw. And I think Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga definitely still hangs out with her hometown friends, I would say, and that's how you find out about Claws. Wow. Mm. I need to introduce everyone before we talk any more about this. So we've got Jen Keith. Jen is an actor. She's on Orange is the New Black. Season 6 is out now. Season 7 will be out by the time this airs. And she's on NBC's Manifest. And Jen, can you tell me, what is your relationship to Taylor Swift? I am a Taylor Swift gayler truther. A gayler truther. What does that mean? It means that I believe Taylor Swift has put out some queer messaging and perhaps is even queer herself. That is my personal opinion. Oh my god, can't wait to get into it. Okay, now next we have Harry Hill, who is an influencer on the Instagram app. And his his name is at VeryHarryHill. We're very excited to have him here today because he's an out and proud, unabashed Swifty. Yes. So, Harry, can you tell me a little bit about your relationship with Taylor Swift? Yeah, so um, I have always tried to have a pop princess as an idol It used to be Miley plastering my walls, but ever since Miley's very apparent fall from uh, (laughs) anything worth plastering on walls, Taylor Swift has taken over that position probably since 2013. um, Wow. Maybe with 1989. So I've been, you know, a listener since debut. Since 1989, I've been like, Swifty. What a pivot from Miley to Taylor. So you like him squeaky clean. Um, Not squeaky clean, just like can write a song. Okay, Okay, that works too. Our final guest is Melissa Radzimski, internet lawyer. She's very concerned about the legality of it all. (laughs) Melissa, please tell me, what's your relationship to Taylor Allison Swift of Hershey, Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania? Something. A Christmas oh, tree farm. A, a, yeah, I think it's like I a more I knew she was Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. You know, Hershey, specifically. Okay, um, so my relationship to Taylor Swift. I feel like I am in between the Gaylor Truther and a Swifty. Okay. I have oscillated between really loving what she's doing and also being quite frustrated. I've cried to her songs. So I think that that puts me in a very vulnerable position here. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm being honest, this is a vulnerable space. So It is a vulnerable space. Yeah. It is. It's (laughs) and we're gonna stop that right now. (laughs) And I am your host, as always, Molly Molshine. And my position on Taylor Swift is I find her really embarrassing, probably because I have more in common with her than I'd like to admit. (laughs) But I also really respect her. I feel like she's like the principal of my Catholic school. Like she's she's the sister Phyllis of pop culture for me. Okay. Because like I That's really nice. Yeah. I fear her. mm. I respect her. Mm. I'm just like, all right, I get it. You've worked your way. Like you're good at business, but all whatever. Mm. You know what I mean? Her new song that just came out. Oh, starting from the top. Starting from the top. (laughs) Archer. 
Harry, can you tell us about the live stream? Of course. Her albums are going to come out in four different versions available at Target. In a bid to sell these physical albums, because who's buying albums these days? Who's buying anything physical, (laughs) music-wise? The only thing we're buying is followers in 2019. (laughs) I listened to the song, and it's exactly what we needed after the first two singles were... Jojo Siwa. No, a little, <laughs> a little skeptical. So the song is um, gorgeous, glossy, Jack Antonoff produced. <clears throat> it's vulnerable. It's like a ballad. It's kind of like 80s vibes. It's very, very yeah. sweet. Very nighttime drive, if I may. Mm. Yes. Yeah. She said that the, the real lyrics to All Too Well, like the long version, are apparently in these diaries that she's letting us see so as a gayler truther that is very exciting news what heard all too well it's the song about jake gyllenhaal her her, like opus it's probably her best song in my opinion yeah and it's like that's like the blanket opinion of like everybody in music or just like in life how could it be better than look what you made me do oh my god (laughs) oh my goods so that she's releasing an extended edition and as a gayler why does that entice you yeah what is what does all too well have to do with yeah, because it's pretty clear it's about Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, like the scarf is still at his house from yeah. that very first day. I was excited to hear today that this special deluxe album edition would have screen would have scanned in copies from her journal of original lyrics. In my dreamiest of worlds, those original lyrics will have female pronouns. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, general, shoot for the stars. Pronouns, maybe. Yeah. All too well, I do not think it's about a fake relationship. I could tell you right now it's not about Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. It's about a real relationship. And I think that she and Harry's just an alleged Harry's just cringing left and right. He's just (laughs) cringing his little pearly whites off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So she throws out these such obvious red herrings, like the snowmobile accident that Harry Styles had. She talks about that in... Um, oh, 20 stitches in the hospital room, out of the woods. Exactly. I think that she inserts, every once in a while, a super specific detail that is... People are like, oh, it's, oh my God, Harry Styles had a snowmobile accident. And it's so obvious that she does it on purpose to just... Like, the song is about someone else. It's not about Harry Styles. Yeah. But she throws that in... She throws that detail in to keep the beard narrative up. I do believe that people like Harry Styles, Jake Gyllenhaal, Tom Hiddleston, Calvin Klein are all Taylor Swift. Is this litigious? Is this too litigious for you? No, these are hypotheses, Melissa. And they have no standing. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But they are interesting. Yeah, and I am interested. I'm intrigued. What I what I want to ask is why because there is such a a fiery and really proactive community on Tumblr and YouTube about these conspiracy theories that has not been shut down. That has not been shut down by a very aggressive PR team. Totally. A lot of that is because there are anonymous people behind these accounts and I think yeah, but, like, Taylor Swift is more powerful than Russia. She could figure out who they are. 
Um, or then there's an implication that these things are wrong, so she's not going to try to shut them down because yeah. there's something wrong sense. about yes, this, right? Like, if that is her truth, that's great and beautiful. But my thing is what I find to be super fascinating, and I can't quite understand it myself, is why all of these theories and hypotheses have been formulated and why they seem to be such a thing that people, like, latch onto and really, like, run with. Because it's not just, like, you, Jen. It's also, like you said, the Tumblr accounts and everything. But even it's, like, penetrated into the mainstream. Like, BuzzFeed has an article. It has article. Very recently. Yeah. It has yeah. penetrated. BuzzFeed had that amazing article um, about why we all thought Taylor was coming yes. out for the new music video. Jill Gutowitz has a lot of articles about, you know, these Gaylor theories and things like that that have been published in, like, The Cut and mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm just curious why we think it's such a pervasive, detailed thing. I think part of the reason is because all of her relationships have seemed so fake. They've mm-hmm. all been so been so strategic and they've all been so perfectly PR masterminded. And they've all been with guys who are hot and popular and mm-hmm. non problematic. And as. Who about his new movie coming out today? Right. Fucking what's Joe his face? Alwyn. Yeah. The same day she made a big announcement. Joe's her most boring boyfriend. I'll just like put it out there. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> most boring. As but the like, great in yeah. the favorite. As the panel's resident straight woman, I need to say. <laughs> Thanks um, for sharing your truth. I know. <laughs> it's 2019 can I still be straight (laughs) I have to say that straight women as a block we date (laughs) shitty people we date shitty guys we have some misfires we (laughs) date guys we date dirt bags we date idiots. We date guys. Nitwits, doofuses. We date guys who wear <laughs> boxers poking out of the top of their bathing suits. Like, we don't date. It's kind of hot. No. It's really hot. We date guys with like barbed wire tattoos. Like, we don't date Jake Gyllenhaal, Harry Unless Styles. The barbed wire. <laughs> like, we don't do that. We don't have these like spotless dating histories. I always just found her dating history to be a little bit squeaky clean and perfect and perfectly orchestrated to the point where I, before I even had a whisper in my ear that maybe she was queer, I, I thought, these are bullshit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the fact that they're bullshit is just like, like, let's look at, you know, Madonna, Barbara Streisand, Joan Rivers, Cher. These are women who had, like, long-term, <laughs> weirdly branded relationships. Taylor Swift's relationships were all a neat and tidy 18 months to two years. It just doesn't ring true to me. Well, I think it's a really big combo meal of just Taylor Swift being the biggest superstar and all of her relationships, real or fake, being magnified to the extent that they are. And also our shifting appreciation for gay people and gay couples mm-hmm. and, and like just the media all together that creates the perfect storm of the foundation that people are able to theorize things like Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift having a relationship that was just bound to happen like it was inevitable that Taylor Swift's closest female friend for a while would you know they had a cover on Vogue together like they mm-hmm. went to Big Sur together and wore dresses together 
and bake <laughs> cookies together. They like, were it was just a matter of time before, like... In the beginning of the Kayla rumors, like, when I first caught wind of it, when they went to Big Sur and did the joint Vogue cover, I was like, no, they're just friends. Girls are really close with their friends in, like, middle school and high school, and Taylor Swift didn't really go to middle school and high school, so she's having this oddly close 1015-style bestie right now, mm-hmm. even though she's in her early 20s, because she never had that before. Okay. As a queer woman <laughs> in her mid-twenties, um, <laughs> a hallmark of a closeted young girl or young woman is misplaced intense friendship energy. Again, when the Carly stuff was happening, I, I, didn't, I didn't buy into any of this until the last year and a half. Yeah. So this is all like going, scrolling back through Instagram and their tweets and like looking back on their whole relationship. God, I wish I was there when it was happening in real time. We there are just. Known. <laughs> True. <laughs> the, they were just so declarative about their friendship. It was so loud and so I love you and so intense. Yeah. And. It just reminded me of, like, seeing closeted friends not figure out their shit yet. And they would, all this romantic energy that they didn't have a place to put, they put into friendships. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And it, I was like, this, I have seen this a thousand times. Have you guys seen the, when they interview each other for Vogue? Yes, that was also a big thing for me. It's just romantic. There's, like, a romantic energy between them. Yeah, they're, like, staring into each other's eyes and... Are they both wearing, like, turtlenecks? Yeah. Yes, it's that one. Yeah. 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 Okay, we need to... Reroute. We need to reroute. We need to move past Gaylor because, uh... Yeah. It's... We can talk about that for hours and it's just such a, like, rich topic. Yeah, it's so... It's so interesting. Yeah. Harry, can you tell us what is your proof that Taylor is straight? Well, so... (laughs) I'm sorry um, to put you in such an impossible position. No, I can do it with, like, two words, um... Her existence <laughs> um, is, you know, I think evidence enough to debunk the whole Gaylor rumors. You know, I think it's very interesting that you looked at that through like a queer woman's lens. But I do think that Carly and Taylor both struck fame quite early and then came together at a time when they were both on it, in it, they could do whatever they wanted and they could be each other's safe havens. And I don't think that necessarily meant that they were like diddling. Who, if anyone, has been Taylor's real romantic partner? Oh, I I mean, I think like, I honestly think that a lot of them were, I think, I think all of them were, I mean, I can't, you sound like when when I think uh, all of them are real. When what's her face asked Sarah Palin to say in a newspaper that she like, read? Oh yeah, and, and I'm like, she was like, oh, oh, all of them, yeah. all, all of them. Yeah, no, all, yeah, no, all of them. I don't believe but, you. Um, like, I think uh, Taylor Lautner. I think Taylor Lautner was kind of like that was kind of weird. I went to a mm-hmm. concert and I went to the tea party room because that was what it's called. Um, my friend's uncle what? knew the radio station guy. I, it was like our 15th birthday. She sang 15 because it was the Fearless tour. Amazing, whatever. I saw Taylor Lautner backstage and he 
um, was shorter than me, and he also, <laughs> you know, their chemistry was really cute, but it was very, like, high school vibes. I saw them interact. They're always real, but, like, maybe she is just, like, the Connor Kennedy thing. What was that? Oh, that was real. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is it was real because she was trying to, like, infiltrate the Kennedy family. And you know what I mean. Like, when you're, w- when you're young and you, like, date someone for the shits, every time you see them, you're like, oh, this is, like, fucking funny. Yeah, you're like, let me bag a Kennedy. This would be hilarious. Yes, and then... You you like keep going with it and then it turns into a song called Blank Space. She's had relationships that are totally like for the shits so that she can go back to her room and like fill up a diary about them. Totally. This whole thing with Scooter Braun that just happened. This is a really great example of how Taylor doesn't take legal action because she doesn't really have a leg to stand on and she like in terms of legality I agree that what happened to her with that was really fucked up even though it is the industry standard in the music industry I think it needs to change and I think she's doing she's doing a great thing by speaking up about it but her whole thing is she wouldn't have won a legal battle with that so she tried to win a public relations battle and I feel like that's her MO and it's really smart interesting Hmm. what did you guys think about that yeah I also feel like that's just kind of the nature of how these celebrities sort of get certain things done though too her having that PR battle is more effective and lucrative at the end of the day than anything that she could have potentially gotten legal wise which is basically what you said but yeah I mean there's something super effective and smart and good about like posting that on Instagram and being like I thought it was really wild that people accused her of playing the victim with that Mm -hmm. because the same shit happened to the Beatles. Michael Jackson owned their masters until the day he died because he bought the Beatles masters. Yeah. So for the, for like about 30, 40 years, the Beatles were making no money on their music. And then when he died, he left the Beatles masters in his will to Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. When he was alive and he owned the Beatles masters, everyone always talked about how unfair that was. I don't think the Beatles really ever talked about it publicly, but it was definitely a topic of conversation of people saying this isn't right and this is messed up. And then when Taylor brings it up, it's, oh, she's playing the victim, which I agree she has a victim complex, but I don't think it's fair in this case. In this era of bubblegum and unicorns and rainbow shit, I was surprised to like wake up on a Sunday morning and see that post from her. Mm-hmm. I think talking about bullying was a little bit stupid. Oh, Anytime a celebrity says the word bullying, I'm my brain shuts off. That plus her history with the Kanye Kim recording. Yeah, it, her it, bringing that up was it, it. Yeah, I thought she was trying to break free from that type of drama. Um, I think she could have made a post that was more focused on, like the the mission about mm. trying to raise awareness that this happens. But the, yeah, invoking this victim complex, I was surprised by. Yeah, I think if she acknowledged in the post, if she didn't, because the thing about the Kim and Kanye stuff is she said, and this phrase went viral and became a meme, I would like to be excluded from this narrative. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she continually puts herself back in the narrative. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's what she's doing in this case. I think there's a lot that we don't know about her relationship with Scooter Braun. She was like, this is my worst nightmare because the one guy that bought my music is the one who tried to dismantle it. So, like, who else is managed by Scooter is Carly Kloss, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande. So how do we think Scooter Braun has tried to ruin Taylor's life? Oh. Tell us. No, well, interesting. Let's talk about Taylor's new era. So 
So her new album is called Lover, which makes me feel a little bit molested. Whoa. <laughs> because it just reminds me of that SNL sketch with the hot tub people. Oh, Lover. Yeah. Oh, First of all, why do we think it's called Lover? Why do you think she's named oh, it Lover? Well, I think because, <laughs> because I, think, I think Joe Alwyn is like her lover right now. And I think this is like... Um, I, <laughs> I think she's in a big, long, happy relationship right now, and it goes with like hearts and happy and cute and like it's cute. I don't think it's about being in a romantic love. Cute, yeah, totally. I think it's about her coming out as someone who is not as potentially vindictive as. Um, her previous album may have painted her So as. she's like a lover. Yeah. I think that that's what... Um, as opposed to a fighter. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Oh, wow. Hater versus lover. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But it's also going to be about her being like, I'm actually way maybe chiller than I've presented myself in the past. Yeah. So, Which is also a possibility. <laughs> I don't think that she's chill at any level of her existence. <laughs> So I have two thoughts about why it's called Lover. Um, the first one is because I think, as Harry alluded, a lover is an opposite of a hater. And there's nothing Taylor Swift hates more than haters, which I'm saying in ma massive air quotes. Because <laughs> to Taylor, a hater is anyone that criticizes her. Or anyone like Kim and Kanye, who sort of wages a PR battle against her. Taylor Swift does not like to be criticized. And... I can't dislike her for that. I can't knock her for that because she shares that with a lot of my other favorite divas. Like Madonna can't take criticism. Oprah Winfrey can't take criticism. Taylor Swift can't take criticism. And I think part of the reason why she's named her album Lover is to say, hey, um, I don't criticize anyone, so no one should criticize me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's sort of this defensive posture, which I find a little... Diva behavior. A little bit smarmy. Not smarmy. Diva. Yeah, it's smarmy. <laughs> it's, it's very, like, I'm going to be very positive because women need to lift each other up kind of, <laughs> kind of vibe. So mm. that's my first thought on Lover, is that it's a way to deflect criticism. Because it's her saying, no one can criticize me because I'm a positive, nice, loving person. My second thing with Lover is that it reminds me of <laughs> it reminds me of Jojo Siwa I understand what you're saying thank though. you only because yeah. of the visuals she's no yeah, 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 no yeah. releasing no. me as a song and a video at the same time was the was the beginning of like a very tricky road for her to go down because me separate from the video without the whole hey kid spelling is fun was Jojo Siwa no <laughs> listen I think she needed to release this Jojo Siwa album because she's on Universal and for the listeners who oh, don't know who Jojo yes no, okay but no no okay well oh no 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 listen I thought you were going to say iPad listen. addicted kid yes because <laughs> you guys are obsessed with my tweets and I can't deal with it Listen, Jojo Siwa, for those of us who don't remember, she but basically owns Target. She is. She used to be on Dance Moms, and now she's this, she's 15 years old, and she should be out drinking. 16. 
16. It's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> she should be out drinking and rebelling and no. being a psycho, but instead she dresses like a live action Chuck E. Cheese figurine. <laughs> And she talks about, like, self-confidence, but to just say, you're the best, you're amazing, you can do it, she's killing it. She's making so much money. She's making money hand over fist. She's selling so much merch. She's getting featured in Kim Kardashian's Instagram story because Northwest is obsessed with her. JoJo Siwa is owning the media and merch game right now, and it's extremely dark. But it's Hannah Montana, so we're waiting, yes. we're waiting for JoJo Siwa's bong video. I know. It's gotta come soon. Yes, because we know that, like, she, we know that when the camera turns off, like, she takes off the bow. But this is the thing, also, on the Hannah Montana tip, is I feel like Taylor, what she's doing now with me, feels like a regression to Hannah Montana years. It feels like... I have a word about that. Yeah, okay, Jen, go. This is gonna be psychotic. Like it truly no, I'm so is excited. Like I'm ready. This, the bowels no, of revelation vibes. Yeah. Tumblr. Yeah. So <laughs> you make a good point that me has JoJo Siwa vibes. I don't disagree with that. Taylor knows that she has a lot of young fans who she has the power to influence. Hey kids, spelling is fun. <laughs> is, is I, I, I can't believe and that then you're actually doing what no, she if you play insidious. if you play me backwards it says jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> it says Luke is a madman, help us save us. Nine eleven was an inside job. Is I this, don't believe is, you. Is, is hey kids spelling is fun? Is that Russian programming? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's arguably Taylor's corniest single refrain. She has had some crazy single refrains. This was the weirdest one to me. Mm-hmm. Hey kids, spelling is fun. Yeah, so she's hey kids, in, weird. She, totally weird. Do you know what happens if you unscramble? No. Hey kids, listeners, <laughs> if you unscramble, hey kids, <laughs> it's high dykes. Oh my no, god! No, 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 Jen. <laughs> Why is she saying spelling is fun? She is encouraging the youth to play li- play with language. And to unscramble hey kids. And to unscramble hey kids. No. No. At Jen underscore Keith <laughs> on Instagram. I have 900 followers. You can be number 901. 900 and counting. Yeah, I'm going to be 901. Jen. Did you figure that out yourself, or did you find it in some heinous bowel of Tumblr? Oh, I, I, can I credit the Tumblr, or is yeah, that litigious? Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> Melissa, internet lawyer? I'm going to be edited out of this whole thing. No, you're yeah, not. She does not want to be <laughs> Melissa, internet lawyer, can you tell us? So I check in daily with the um, iconic Tumblr, Tay-Tay's Beard. <laughs> Wait, do they post daily? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? And is it like a, is it an adult? Is it like a young adult? It is a young adult. Okay, see, like, this mm-hmm. is, see, yeah. Jen, I'm trying, I'm trying so hard to navigate this away from Gaylor. Yeah. Uh, I'll stop. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's just, she is being so, so loud. No, Molly. that's not loud. That's wild. For the past year and a half, 
she has been screaming at us, and that's why people are talking about it. I agree with because you. Because she is trying to say something. I agree that the delicate video, when I watched that, my jaw dropped to the floor. I was like, there is no, no other explanation for this video. She's literally dancing crazy, and no one's looking at her. And throughout the whole video, and then at the end, like, a girl sees her for who she is for the first time. No, Joe Alwyn sees her. <laughs> he okay. wasn't there. No, so here's the thing that Swifties figured out, is that the archer, sorry, bringing it back to today. Oh, good, yes. Archery, archer, canonically do- queer. Harry, you're doing my job so for me. What, yeah. So, yeah, bringing it back, just tying it back like together. The level of professionalism. The archer. Is like, I know. Taylor's single, The Archer, that just came out. Fans looked into it. What is it? The Archer is a dive bar on the east side of London. So, um, all I'm saying is that, like, there, if we're gonna start looking for Easter eggs, we are going to find that she is dropping. Like, this is the this is the Joe album. But Jen, it pains me to ask you this, but can you explain why an Archer is canonically queer? Because it's so insane. Because Because of summer camp. I I can't anymore. (laughs) That is where little gay kids find out they're gay. It's also where little straight kids find out they're straight. Ooh. What is this, a straight pride parade? (laughs) No. (laughs) Archer. It's okay, true interesting. though. No, okay. A summer camp is. I mean, I don't know this because I'm not. There's nothing queer about archery. Yeah. Ooh, no, there's a lot queer about archery. Katniss <laughs> Everdeen. Wait, is Katniss gay? I thought she was with Peta. Peta, <laughs> a strong Peta. female that. No, I have nothing. It's, it summer... also has to do with her star sign because she's a Sagittarius, and the Sagittarius is the archer. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was wondering what her sign was because I forgot. But this other December thing 13th. is. And do you know? <laughs> Who's a Leo, a potential prey of a archery <laughs> sack? This is ridiculous. Listen. Class. I just think that you can kill anything so with crazy. archery. Yeah. Not just lions. I'll be quiet for a little bit. No, Jen, you don't have to be quiet. I mm. believe that Lover will have um, half, it'll be a double album. And it will be, you know, one half regular album and then half entirely duets. What? Yeah. What makes you think that? Why? Um, I the, think there will be a song with Drake, but I don't know about entirely Duetta. So there's Drake? already the Brandon. They've never collabed yet. Not yet. They've teased mm-hmm. it for years. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. The Brandon Yuri. Um, I think Haley Kiyoko yeah. is a shoe in that I, they're gonna I have hope a duet. So. Oh, Chicks. Selena Gomez. Dixie Chicks. Share. There's a share Easter egg. I think it. I think it's a double album. A share Easter egg? Oh. What's the share Easter egg? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Okay, Jen. Mom, I am a rich man. Okay. First yes. of all, the, Jen, you claim not to be a Swifty, and you know <laughs> fucking She knows everything. Well, because a she's a closet Swifty. Yeah. No, she's I've a closet Swifty. Yeah, come yeah. out. It's fun I, out here. Step yeah. out into the daylight and let it go. I think to be a Swifty, you have had to be there from day one. Stand, stand, stand. And this is a true. year and a half. No, I don't think so. Year. I think Swifties uh, can be nuanced. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're a Swifty because yeah, no. you're the only one who, like, everything I've said, 
I, I can see the flicker in your eye. Like, you are the only one who, like, understands everything I'm saying. Yeah. And she Fully. wants not to. She wants so dearly not to. No, that's not true at all. I know, Wait, let's talk about the share Easter egg. Mm, that's yeah. in... Mama, I am a yeah. rich man. Yeah, yeah, that is. I can't. I can't picture a share. Um, a share Taylor. Yeah, because Taylor would either. be like no auto tune, and Cher would be like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I can't picture that. I, I can, I can see Drake. Yeah. <laughs> I can really see Drake, and I think it could be like really good. I just want to know your biggest Taylor Swift diva moment, because I feel like that's a good like. There are plenty of Taylor Swift diva moments. Like, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift's most diva moment is an alleged one where she got carried out of her Tribeca apartment I in was say that. a suitcase. So good. That's real. That yeah. actually happened because. She, Zane confirmed it to British Vogue, I want to say. But mm. I still don't know because I could see him just like A, saying that to be annoying and B, like honestly not knowing and just seeing the press like the rest of us did and being like, that was real. Yeah. But totally such a good diva moment. Yeah. Shout out to friend of the show, my friend Caroline Moore, who at her comedy show Power Pop bought the same suitcase. She is the same height. And wait is Taylor Swift. Stop bragging, And Caroline. climbed in the suitcase and demonstrated that she fit. That's amazing. That is amazing. Wow. I love that. I love that tidbit. That's really good. Jen, what's your favorite Taylor Swift diva moment? It's not my favorite. I was really put off by how she handled the Kanye Kim situation. Oh, it was awful. Specifically, there's... Literally video proof of Kanye getting approval for... For one of the lyrics. For one of the lyrics. Yes, I'm going to bring that up. Yeah, not I think in Taylor's, her note after, she should have... So, backstory for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, Taylor Swift said on the phone to Kanye, Yeah, you can say that you made me famous, but what the lyric ended up being was, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. I made that bitch famous. No. So he added no, bitch. No, 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 He didn't say the famous part. He only said, me and Taylor might still have sex. Okay. That was okay with Taylor. Okay. She was like, okay, haha, whatever. That to me is the worst part. No. So it's that's... the, I made that bitch famous. Oh, he doesn't. Because it's bitch like and famous. Bitch. Well, he did help make her famous. She still would have been famous, but he fast-tracked it. He made it a bigger story than it would have been. But Jen, say, mm. Harry's yeah, no. boiling. <laughs> Jen, say what you were going to say. He helped her. I Okay, this is the thing. Don't get it twisted, Harry and listeners. I think Taylor Swift is incredibly talented. I think she's a really good songwriter, and I think she's a really good businesswoman, and I'm sure she's a very nice person. But I also, and I think she would have been famous either way, but I also think that whole brouhaha, shot, <laughs> it shot her into the stratosphere way quicker. It put her on the fast track, and she still would have gotten there. It just would have taken longer. Yeah. It okay, was a, well, Jen, you can... I have, I have nothing, not not too much to say. I wish that in her uh, follow-up coming. post that she had just highlighted... Okay, guys, here's him quoting the first half of that lyric, but not the Like, just be specific. Yeah, no, just yeah, label yeah, it. Yeah. Just don't be vague. Like, I want to be exclusive and try to be poetic yeah, and make totally. a sweeping. She yeah. She could have just said that. She could have been like, here's the transcript, you guys. Yes. Yeah, she, got, she tried to get really philosophical and. Which is, like, definitely, how old was she? That's definitely, like, a 22 year old thing to do. 
I think this is the interesting thing about Taylor is she's such a good songwriter and songwriting is like diluting an emotion to a thing that everyone is going to understand immediately and she's incredible at that. But then whenever she takes herself outside of the songwriting medium and tries to explain herself, it's like this explosion of emotions and all of that is what makes people miss her message. You know what I mean? Her whole message with the Kim and Kanye thing was, I only approved this line. I didn't approve that line. And that's all she had to say. Mm-hmm. But instead she turned it into, I'm a victim. I'm this, I'm that, yeah. blah, blah, blah. That's, I think, what turns people off. Yeah, I mean, I can see it for sure. And it's interesting to contrast her non-musical communication style with, like, Rihanna's. Because yes. Rihanna, yeah. Rihanna will come out with one line one gesture that completely gets her point across, yeah. that completely shuts down the opposition, and she wins. And Taylor Swift will just <laughs> shart out this overly emotional, ah, like sobbing thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it makes everyone hate her. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, I, yes. Of and that's course, not I, a value judgment. I'm like, not saying one is, I find Rihanna's style more enjoyable, but. If I was famous, I would probably accidentally be the Taylor style. The other thing about that is that the things coming at Rihanna are, like, super, like, low-key. Like, it's like Kendall Jenner being like, here's my favorite song, I hope she performs it. Or, like, (laughs) Sierra or someone, like, tweeting at her. Okay, Melissa, what's your favorite Taylor Swift diva moment? And can you lean to the mic when you say it? I'm sorry. You're just long, tall Sally over here. You're under Um, oath. Yeah, I know. I have my hand on the Bible. Um, I mean, I think it's very similar to the suitcase one, and it's her walking backwards to not be photographed. <laughs> oh, the paparazzi. Yes. So that was really good. I that I liked that. She was hiking. She's walking. No, it's only photos. Backwards. She has a sports bra tan. I have that right now too. See what I mean? No, we she's, have that's so she's much, normal. No, that's her sports bra. <laughs> Oh. Okay, <laughs> there's a lot of like fact checking that needs to be done. <laughs> Whatever. Hang on, so, hang are on. Are those green Sophie shorts? I saw the guy with the camera and wasn't in the mood, so I hiked the whole trail backwards, and my security told me when to take turns. Period. <laughs> that is the funniest fucking thing. I've never heard that. She literally walked backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so what year was this? Um, when she walked backwards? 2015. Oh, okay. See, yeah. So I was still, like, bubbling up with it. You were still an embryo. Yeah. <laughs> you were a Taylor embryo. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. It was funny. So funny. Like, so cool. So quirky. I don't know if cool is a word I would use. Taylor Swift is a pro at walking backwards. Does anyone have any wow. final thoughts about about Taylor Swift? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, stream and buy Lover no, on August she's not. 23rd. No. Yes, buy all four deluxe edition. <laughs> I'll be at Target. Come say hi to me at Target. I'll probably go to the one on First Avenue. The yes. new one on First Avenue. Don't run storage. out. That's a small Target. Don't do They'll it. run out. I'll be at the Let's go to the Harlem one. Yeah. Okay. I, we're not. No. Go to Target so that you don't have to wait in line for Starbucks. That's the only reason why you're going to Target on August 23rd. I don't because think they always have a built-in Starbucks no, and the line don't. is they shorter don't than always. Right. That's Starbucks. suburb privilege. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> City I've Starbucks do not. With- okay. <laughs> There's a Target coming to Ditmar's Boulevard very soon. Shout out to the Instagram account iHeartHistoria. 
Okay. <laughs> you, can, you can take care of that Dude. post. <laughs> Some people think Diva's a bitch. I never said that. Diva behavior. Great gowns, beautiful gowns. Diva Behavior, the podcast. Hi, Dykes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.